maybe most important, I'm committed that by 2020, we will have conserved 30% of all the lands and waters the United States has jurisdiction over and simultaneously reduce emissions to blunt climate impact. Ah, that's right. That's the President of the United States. And that ought to happen by, by when, Michael? By 2020. That ought to happen real soon, real soon, by 2020. The President of the United States doesn't know what decade it is. He is not a smart man, and his brain, she's a broke, she's a no good, that brain of his. You got to throw away that brain, get a new brain, she's a no good. Well, happy Tuesday to you, and uh, and welcome. Aren't you glad you didn't spend a half million dollars with your best girl to go on that uh, submarine trip to the Titanic, because... That'd be kind of a bummer right about now, wouldn't it? You know, you'd be thinking, boy, did anybody bring a Snickers bar? Because I'm kind of hungry, getting a little hungry down here. I uh, I don't mean to make fun. It is a crazy story, a wild story. And I've got some stories of my own to share with you. I mentioned yesterday, actually, on this very radio broadcast, this this uh, that uh, I had an opportunity a number of years ago now to spend several days on a Los Angeles class, United States Navy, Los Angeles class fast attack submarine, the USS Montpelier, SSN 765, I believe. And their uh, motto, Fortune Favors the Brave. It is a, a, a wonderful um, uh, submarine, and uh, we had a great time on the, uh, on the submarine hunting French submarines in the Atlantic Ocean and uh, killing them in war games. And the French lost every round, and we won every round. The uh, skipper was a commander named Roger Seedorf. Roger Seedorf was the uh, the commanding officer aboard the USS Montpelier at the time. Had a great time. It was an amazing trip. We uh, were actually where did we? we were picked up in uh, on the coast of uh, Virginia, brought out uh, to sea by a coast guard a coast guard vessel who uh, delivered us to the submarine, which was already out at sea. So we had to board out at sea. Well, we got to board out at sea um, while the uh, submarine was underway. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Good stuff. And, uh, and uh, let me also add that in January, in January, you're, you may be aware that my best girl and I, we went to Antarctica. We went to Antarctica and we uh, flew down to Buenos Aires, Argentina. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing a little uh, merengue over here and uh, tango. You really got to do a tango for there. And, um, and then we flew down to Ushuaia, the city of Ushuaia in Tierra del Fuego, uh, southern Patagonia. And, um, and from there, we boarded a ship a, uh, belonging to the Seaborne Corporation. And we, uh, we sailed across the, uh, the Drake Passage, a uh, very rough Passage, very rough trip across the Drake Passage, and it was great for two days. And then we got to Antarctica, the Antarctic Peninsula, and uh, the ship that uh, we were on has two mini-subs, has two submersibles, and uh, we signed up for it, and they ran out of space. They ran out of space all over the place, They uh, and but uh, it came down to, um, I insisted that my best girl go because there was only space for one of us, and she insisted that I go. She was more insistent. She won. I went down in the submersible to the floor. This just a few months ago in January. 
to the floor of the Antarctic Ocean, which some dimwits now call the Southern Ocean. That's pretty stupid. It's the Antarctic Ocean. And uh, so down to the bottom, and I have, uh, I have some video clips and things that I shot with my telephone, with my telephone down at the bottom of the Antarctic Ocean ab- um, aboard this submersible. That's what they call it. It's a mini-sub. And uh, I believe uh, six people on it plus the, uh, the pilot, and the driver of the submersible, submersible is called a pilot. It was a young woman, a very nice young woman, calm, cool, and collected, and uh, had a nice time at the bottom of the Antarctic Ocean aboard a submersible. Not at all like this uh, other thing that we're seeing uh, going down to the Titanic. We didn't go down two miles or anything like that. That's another level of not on the, on the submersible um, aboard the ship in Antarctica. Um, how far down we went on the USS Montpelier, well, that's uh, still a secret. You can't, uh, you can't tell. They, they, uh, they swore us to secrecy. And I, well, I can't, can't go around just telling people how far the unclassified depth of the USS Montpelier at the time was 800 feet, 800 feet. And uh, the anything beyond that is a big secret. But let me just say it's more than that, okay? It's uh, definitely more than that. So, uh, but, uh, so we've got that going. Also, President Trump sat down with Brett Baer at uh, the Fox News Channel, and they aired the first half of the interview last night in the 6 p.m. Eastern hour with Brett Baer and President Trump. And we've got, um, we've got um, uh, audio from that interview for you. Uh, President Trump was in rare form. It was an interesting interview for a whole bunch of reasons. It um, probably wasn't set up by his lawyers. I'm guessing it wasn't set up by President Trump's lawyers. And if it were set up by his lawyers, then he might want to get new lawyers. I'm just saying, he, you know, he's, I think he gets a lot of new lawyers, though, President Trump. He gets uh, many new lawyers. So we've uh, we've got that going. Oh yeah, also this submersible. There are there are you know kind of famous people aboard this this mini sub as well. And uh, according uh, this, at least one report I saw today, including the owner of the company of the submarine company, who is bringing people down there, uh, is allegedly one of the people aboard the mini sub. And um, there's a lot to say about that. I think. So uh, also the Democrats, there are a lot of Democrats loose, a lot of Democrats loose uh, on the planet Earth and in the United States of America. Uh, You may recall, because I talked about it here several times, this uh, left-wing group pretending to be a journalistic group. They call themselves uh, ProPublica, but really it's just another left-wing online front group. And they've been attacking Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, because he has a friend who's been very successful in life, and his uh, friend is generous, as you know, people who are very successful very often are. And uh, it turns out that ProPublica, they, they uh, suckle on the taxpayer teat, of course, because they are, they're lefties, and what else are they going to do? And, it, and they take donations from people so they can do their left-wing work and the bidding of uh, the radical left here in the United States and destroy the world which is, of course, the stated goal of the left, the worldwide left. And the left has morphed a lot. You know, they'd fly around on Gulfstream jets. I call them Gulfstream Guevaras, right? You got your limousine liberals. They've upgraded. Now they fly around in Gulfstream jets, private jets, beautiful, beautiful corporate jets. And, uh, and uh, they're Gulfstream Guevaras because they're, you know, Che Guevara with a $65 million jet. But pay no attention to that. 
So it turns out a lot of these Gulfstream, Guevara's, and limousine liberals that give their money to ProPublica, ProPublica doing a series of hit pieces on Justice Clarence Thomas that are a lot of hooey, and of course they would never hold any left-wing um, Supreme Court justice or left-wing senator to the same standard because they're racists. See, that's, that's part of the thing. So ProPublica, story today, Daily Caller. ProPublica's top donors also bankroll activist groups targeting Justice Clarence Thomas. Well, that's what they're doing when they're funding ProPublica, too. But they spread it out, and then they, they veil their attacks behind these pseudo-legitimate organizations like ProPublica. The New York Times treats them like they're a legitimate organization. So does ABC Fake News and CNN. So we've got all that going for us. Uh, and, and then, speaking of ABC Fake News, they have an incredible story today that it is— this, I described it this way this morning. The story is written upside down. It's written upside down. Here is ABC Fake News, where they've got George Snuffleupagus, the Clinton administration official, as their $17 million a year news anchor, uh, fluffing the Democrat Party day and night. And here's the headline. Mystery powder letters. Mystery powder letters. First of all, that's... Uh, Bad writing right out of the gate. First three words I would send to rewrite. Mystery powder letters sent to Kansas Republicans, comma, Trump, comma, Supreme Court Justice Thomas. That's the headline. Now, that's not the, you know, the lead of the story is not Kansas Republicans that uh, no one's ever heard of. The lead of the story is Trump and Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, the left once again targeting with terrorism because these white powder letters are terrorism, make no mistake about it. And so it's another Democrat Party terrorist attack. And if it were, if you just change the, the political equation here, then the headline would be right-wing terrorists um, uh, try to murder uh, you know, a Democrat president and Democrat Supreme Court justice. But that's not the way it's written by ABC News, because they're not journalists, they're fluffers. So everybody has to be concerned, said Kansas State Senator Molly Baumgartner. And, and uh, ABC Fake News, again, I'm going to get to this, but they write the story upside down. They, uh, how many paragraphs does it take them to get to President Trump and Clarence Thomas? I will, uh, I'll share that with you. Because they're not journalists, they're Democrats. Make no mistake about it. Uh, speaking of Democrats, in Europe, country after country in Europe is now going against puberty blockers for children. Who else would you give puberty blockers to, really? Um, because they're not as insane as the left is here, and they learn faster than the left here. So that's uh, remarkable stuff. And also, we got an update, uh, more Democrat news, on monkeypox. You know how Democrats love monkeypox. They love to go to group gropes gay group gropes and uh, spread monkeypox. And then when it becomes uh, the thing, then they change the name because they didn't want to offend monkeys by spreading it around. So now it's mpox. I still call it monkeypox. This headline here calls it monkeypox too, as it ought to be called. So we've got that going. Uh, and the left, the left keeps, the hits just keep on coming. YouTube, the lefties at YouTube, removed an RFK Jr. interview uh, because of what he said about vaccine policy, right? Um, and, and he doesn't uh, like the vaccine policy. 
So he did an interview with the uh, Canadian thinker, Jordan Peterson, and YouTube took down the video for violating YouTube's policies on vaccines. You can't say that. Deutschland, Deutschland, Uber alles. And these Democrats at uh, Facebook and at YouTube and where else, uh, Michael? Um, Instagram, I don't know. Where Where do they go? Uh, commies at TikTok and they, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. Amazing stuff. In Vermont, that's where Bernie the Bolshevik uh, is a, a senator. He's been a senator for 130 years from as a... Uh, well, not, not quite. Shortly after he participated in the Bolshevik Revolution in St. Petersburg, 1917, he went to Vermont. And he doesn't sound like a Vermonter, does he? No, he doesn't. Spitting food out from between his teeth all the time and stuff. Vermont's homeless. They have homeless in Vermont. We're not doing a good job on that score in the United States, are we? Vermont's homeless are forced from hotels when pandemic aid ends. Well, wait a minute. They use pandemic aid to put homeless people in hotels at federal taxpayer expense? Yes. And the New York Times, they're, uh, they're soiling their undergarments again because, well, they do a lot of that. So we got a lot of that. Also, the U.S. government is spying on us. Remember when, uh, who was it? James Clapper was asked by Senator. He was the director of national intelligence under the radical left-wing uh, extremist uh, Obama administration, the Obama-Biden administration. They use the IRS to target their political enemies, and they uh, they open the borders, and they're not on our side. Um, and they're racists, but uh, bring that aside. Uh, James Clapper lied under oath repeatedly without consequence about spying on all of us. And there's an update on that because they continue to spy on all of us, our own government, because they're like East Germany now. Because the left has taken over the permanent bureaucracy. Remember the 51 that signed on to that intelligence letter? They should all be in gulags. They should be, we should send them to Putin. Well, they'd be at home there. That'd be good. U.S. intelligence acquires CBS News, CBS fake news. U.S. intelligence acquires, quote, significant amount, end quote, of Americans' personal data concerning report fines. CBS News catching up years later, but they're not very concerned. It's a one-day story with them because really they're just another front group for the Democrat Party, and it's fine if the Democrats are. And the state is growing, and it's growing right into our pants because there's no place they won't go. And onto our pants? Yeah. Well, not just our bedrooms and our kitchens and our bank accounts and our cell phones, but they're going everywhere. And besides, my brother in Chicago thinks that any sentence that you utter that you utter is better if it ends with "in my pants." That's I don't know why he thinks that, but he does. So, uh, also the uh, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention have declared everybody in the U.S. is getting depressed. Everybody in the U.S. is getting depressed, mostly Democrats who are suffering from gender dysphoria. But there are a lot of. And speaking of their boy Sam Bankman-Fried. Uh, the Biden administration is withdrawing charges. Another crooked leftist, super rich guy. And that's okay. The media continues to attack Ron DeSantis' wife, Casey DeSantis, because that's what the media does. And a, uh, an alarming number of Americans say that, that we would leave the United States of America given the opportunity because of the way things are going. I know people that have actually already. We are at 888-630-9625.
Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. All right, let's, uh, let's go to the telephones, and then we'll get back to all the craziness that the Democrats have once again hurled at all of us. Uh, I'm thinking about, uh, well, I shouldn't say it. I'll just uh, I'll keep it contained. But uh, the stuff that they fling every day. Uh, let's, go to, uh, let's go to the phones, Michael. Let's go to Jack calling from Satellite Beach, Florida. Beautiful Satellite Beach. Jack, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Good morning, Mr. Plant. Good to speak to you. Welcome. I like you. Uh, I like you know exactly how they can pull up that little small submarine when eventually they know there's no hope of rescuing the people, and that is to go and dust off Howard Hughes's Glomar Explorer and uh, bring it out, and it'll bring it up just like it brought up the Russian submarine in 1974. Uh, so they can do that, and my the theory I was. Speaking to with, I think it was Michael, your screen scholar, uh, uh, screen caller, um, is that the my theory is no crazier than anything. Uh, Mike the Lib says is that it could have been with all the billionaires aboard uh, hijacked, so to speak. Uh, they could have just, you know, dotted off with the billionaires and then tried to, you know, pawn them back. To their families. That is, uh, you know, I got to tell you, with uh, with everything that's going on in this this episode, a quarter of a million dollars per person for this sea cruise and submarine trip down to submersible trip down to see the uh, Titanic and very wealthy uh, people. I'm going to share with you the details that we have thus far. Um, a Pakistani um, a millionaire, maybe more, maybe billionaire, and his son. Uh, looks like the owner of the ship and the submarine company is on there. I got more coming right up. I spent more time on my hands and knees picking through rugs, um, smoking anything that even remotely resembled crack cocaine. I probably smoked more Parmesan cheese than anyone, <laughs> anyone that you know. I, I don't think I know a lot of people that have smoked a lot of Parmesan cheese. Maybe a little sprinkling here and there, but, but not a lot. That was Hunter Biden. Um, 
we went away, and, and uh, I was going to come back and talk about the uh, missing submarine and all the amazing stuff there because I was talking to Jack in Satellite Beach, Florida, and we were talking about that and the Glomar Explorer, and I've got a Glomar Explorer story for you as well, an amazing, uh, an amazing episode in U.S. Cold War history, and, and I played a small role in that uh, Glomar Explorer story as well. I hope to get back to that, but I have breaking news. I have breaking news. Because as you just heard, Hunter Biden, famous crackhead and, and all that good stuff. Um, here's the, uh, the, the headline, Hunter Biden to plead guilty to three federal charges. What's this? That's CNN. They're a Democrat Party front group. They got the early lead on uh, the breaking news, as did the gang of Democrat Party fluffers at the Washington Post. Their headline, Hunter Biden reaches deal to plead guilty in tax, comma, gun case. Story by Democrats Devlin Barrett and Perry Stein, who do the work of their party every day. And they get paid by Jeff Bezos to do it, who you may remember bought a museum in Washington, D.C., the textile museum. Jeff Bezos did, and he uh, was planning on moving in there when Hillary Clinton was elected president so he could be close to the president that he helped get elected. But it, uh, it all went south, and it was a very, very funny, very funny moment. So President Biden's son, the Washington Post types on behalf of their party, the Democrat Party, President Biden's son, Hunter, has reached a tentative agreement with federal prosecutors to plead guilty to two minor tax crimes. They call them crimes because they want to pretend at the Washington Post that this is significant in some way, when in reality this is what the most cynical among us had predicted all along, and that is that one day, one fine day, they'll announce that a couple of minor charges, his lawyers will agree to plead, and and then uh, it will go away, and it'll be no big deal. And it'll be no skin off his nose, and it'll cost a lot less than one year of his no-show Ukrainian gas company job paid him, you know, Burisma, uh, that no-show job. And, and then he got $5 million from here and uh, $2 million from there, but pay no attention. And he still refuses to pay his child support unless you put a gun to his head. But that's uh, the crackhead Hunter Biden who was kicked out of the Navy for repeated cocaine violations. President Biden's son, Hunter, has reached a tentative agreement with federal prosecutors who work for Joe Biden to plead guilty to two minor tax crimes and admit to the facts of a gun charge. Under He lied on the federal form about his drug use, and it's a federal crime, a federal violation. But his father is the president, so he's going to have his lawyers play to this, and then he's going to go to lunch and probably call a Russian hooker because that's his pattern. All right. So he's going to plead guilty to two minor tax charges and a gun charge under terms that would likely keep him out of jail, the Washington Post reports. When they say likely, they mean 100% guaranteed because this is a very corrupt city. And the justice, I'm in Washington, D.C., in case you're just joining us. And the uh, Justice Department under uh, Merrick Garland is very corrupt. And they've had this fake investigation going and for how many years now? Uh, four years, that grand jury in Delaware, without a single leak, not a leak. Every other day, there's a leak coming from the anti-Trump forces at the Justice Department and the FBI. 
leaking illegally. It's a felony to leak these things to the news media. You may remember the Obama-Biden administration investigated every leak and put people in jail at an alarming rate, but the news media was fine with it because, you know, because they're Democrats. But that was okay, and they used the IRS against their political enemies and the FBI and the Justice Department and, and, and the intelligence community against the Republicans. And, and, uh, but never mind that. And the FBI, uh, you know, Twitter and Facebook on the lead-up to Election Day and the Hunter Biden laptop. It's a filthy, corrupt city, Washington, D.C., and our government is very corrupt. It's like East Germany during the Cold War-level corruption here. Any proposed plea deal, the Washington Post types, would have to be approved by a federal judge who will be an Obama or uh, a Biden appointee, but the news reports will leave that detail out. I like to point this out because it's true, and it happens all the time. In fact, I did this when President Trump appeared in court in uh, Florida a couple of weeks ago now, I guess, and uh, the judge was a Trump appointee, and that was in the first paragraph of every news story about this. But watch when an Obama or Biden appointee is the judge in charge of approving the no big deal, let's make it go away, sleep, sweep it under the rug um, decision when it comes to Hunter Biden. But the news reports will not mention that the judge, the federal judge, is an Obama or Biden appointee. That, that will be a non-issue when this comes around. I can see the future. I'm Nostradamus. I'm Gene Dixon. Who else uh, sees the future? Amazing stuff. So any proposed deal would have to be approved by a federal judge, and the federal judge will have to be approved by the Democrats. And it was not immediately clear what day Hunter Biden, 53, might appear in court to enter his guilty plea. Maybe they'll just keep it a secret and do it very quietly. There'll be no cameras, no fanfare, no anchor men, no satellite trucks, like when President Trump appeared in court in Florida. The agreement caps an investigation that was opened, listen to this, in 2018. The slowest of the slow rolls by our corrupt government, by our corrupt Justice Department. So how many, I'm going to do my gazintas now. So let's see, open in 2018. Notice they don't give the month because they don't want you counting along at home. So that's 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022. Uh, sure. Now it's 2023. That's uh, five years. So it's been five years. And now he's going to quietly, with a friendly Democrat judge, plead guilty to the most minor charges, taxes, and not uh, violations of the Foreign Agent Registry Act and and uh, not tax evasion. And there are more than, well, more than 120 suspicious activity reports the Treasury Department was tracking, and they refused to hand them over to Congress because the Treasury Department under Biden is corrupt as well because Biden is corrupt, all right? Joe Biden is corrupt. He's the president of the United States, and he's corrupt, and his family is corrupt. And the millions of dollars from Ukraine going to Joe Biden, and then the millions of dollars from Ukraine going to Hunter Biden, and then the millions of dollars from communist China, and then on and on and on. So it's uh, pretty... Uh, Pretty amazing. <clears throat> yes, uh, yes, sir. And I've got some audio for you. Uh, court pit, now listen, listen to this. So it started in 2018 during the Trump administration. They had to put in uh, during the Trump administration. And has generated intense interest and criticism <clears throat> since 2020 
from Republican politicians who accuse the Biden administration of reluctance to pursue the case. Well, how many years does it take? It's a tax case. And the form, he lied on it. Here's a photograph of the form. He lied. That's an open and shut case if anybody's ever seen one. The terms of the proposed deal negotiated with Delaware U.S. Attorney David Weiss. A hold, oh, here's the lie. Here's the Washington Post. A holdover from President Donald Trump's administration are likely to face similar scrutiny. Now, that's a lie because the liars at the Washington Post lie all the time, and Devlin Barrett is a liar, and Perry Stein is a liar. He is a holdover from the Trump administration. It's true. And he was initially put into that slot by Barack Obama. And when President Trump decided to put him into that slot more permanently, the U.S. attorney in Delaware, it was on the advice of the two Democrat senators from Delaware. But it was, make no mistake, Barack Obama that first put him in as acting U.S. attorney for Delaware. That's when he first took the position because he's a loyal and faithful Democrat apparatchik. And he gave us the slow roll for years. And the news media, you know, as I like to say, because it's true, the most insidious power the media has is the power to ignore. And the clowns, the frauds at, uh, at the Washington Post are giving you half the story, but I'm here to give you the entire story and uh, not lie to you like the people at the Washington Post are lying to you with their half-truths, you see. Their half-truths. And uh, Wikipedia names him David Weiss, David Weiss, American attorney, currently serving U.S. attorney for the United States District Court, uh, uh, District of uh, Delaware, rather. And, um, and they identify him in the Wikipedia page. They say political party, Republican, right? That's, uh, that's what it says. But, um, gosh, he was named in 2009 as acting U.S. attorney for the District of Delaware, by President Barack Obama. Barack Obama didn't put Republicans in Joe Biden's home state in significant positions. No, Barack Obama put him in that slot. And then, uh, gosh, in, in uh, two th- that's 2009. Then 2018, on the advice of the two Democrat senators from Delaware, President Trump said, because he doesn't have a cadre of people clawing to get these government jobs. Uh, so... He said, okay, uh, he's already there. We'll leave him there. Uh, President Trump is less political than the reporters at the Washington Post. So uh, there we go. Um, The court papers indicate the younger Biden has tentatively agreed to plead guilty to two misdemeanor tax charges of failure to pay in 2017 and 2018. The combined tax liability is roughly $1.2 million dollars Michael, do you owe the, owe the IRS $1.2 million? Not this year. Not this year? That's, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Because uh, uh, over those years, uh, according to people familiar with the matter who spoke on the condition of anonymity, so wait a minute, the Washington Post spoke to multiple people who were leaking it to them so they could spin it, and then their allies at the Washington Post will spin the first, the first version of uh, this, uh, this little bit of history Right. And corrupt it. You got to corrupt it right out of the gate, which is why they leaked anonymously multiple people to The Washington Post and to CNN. Let's go to CNN now because they've got a reporter. I'm making quotation marks with my finger by the name of 
Kara Scannell. Kara Scannell is uh, in Delaware. How did she know to be in Delaware this morning to report this story? She got a heads up and CNN got a heads up and then CNN was fed the story at the same time as the Washington Post so that CNN and the Washington Post could spin the story for them, put the most positive spin like David Weiss is a holdover from the Trump administration when in reality uh, he was a holdover from the Obama administration to the Trump administration. He was supposed to go right into the Hillary Clinton administration but didn't. Here is uh, Democrat Party apparatchik CNN uh, mouthpiece, Kara Scannell. Hunter Biden has agreed to plead guilty to multiple criminal charges. I'm going to walk you through this. One of these charges involves, these are two counts of failing to file tax returns in a timely fashion. Those are misdemeanors. He's also going to plead guilty to a charge of a firearm offense. This is the possession of a firearm while you are addicted to a controlled substance. Now, the firearm offense is going to be diverted. And what that means is that if he meets certain conditions, diverted. that charge will go away. This will be over a set period of time. Isn't that uh, nice? Otherwise, it's the tax misdemeanor charges uh, that he has been charged with. And it's only $1.2 million. You know, well, he, he just didn't pay his fair share. See, he bringing in millions and millions of dollars for no job at all from Ukraine and from China and from Russia. And all of that, that's just, those are misdemeanors. Come on, year after year, $1.2 million. So he didn't pay his fair share. The Republicans don't want anybody to pay their fair share. And as for the gun charge, the junkie lies on the federal gun application and about his uh, junkiness and his uh, drug addiction, that's going to be diverted because he's going to, what's he going to do? He's going to go into a program because... uh, you know, he's Hunter Biden, but here's a, he'll probably a go to the program. Remember, he was at that big house in Malibu where he was renting for $15,000 a day or something like that. <clears throat> he can just sell one more, one more of his paintings, one more of his brilliant paintings. So here we go, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The Democrat Party cleaning up after their, their favorite son, Hunter Biden, the world-renowned artist. He's a great artist. His paintings sell for more than Picasso's. He's Picasso. Go to college. And uh, and it's we're going to divert the gun charge, no problem. We're going to reduce the uh, tax charges to misdemeanors. There will be no jail time. Just pay a fine with other people's money. And uh, no problem. Now, if this were your son, the outcome would be very, very different. And it wouldn't have taken five years to get here. Uh, Your Department of Injustice is at it again. And the Washington Post and CNN spinning it. Oh, he's a holdover from Trump. And when Trump put him in, he had been a holdover from Obama. But leave that part out because they don't like that part. We're at 888-630-9625. Yeah, all that comes easy to me. I'm Picasso. All right, well, we have this uh, breaking news of corruption in Washington, D.C. and the corrupt Biden family, and and I've got a lot more for you. I, uh, I've pulled up stories here off of Al Gore's amazing internet, peace be upon him, 
and I will explain in uh, greater detail why the news media continues to lie to us. And I will explain now, again, you remember when CNN was outside of Roger Stone's home on the pre-dawn raid by the corrupt FBI where they're acted like they were going in after Osama bin Laden. And uh, did they shoot his dog? Did they, I, I don't think they did shoot his dog, but they might have shot his dog. And CNN camera crew was outside uh, because they were in cahoots with the FBI raiding uh, Trump people. And uh, it's a very corrupt city. And our news media is the most corrupt institution in the country. Uh, the FBI is uh, vying for the mantle, however, I'm sorry to say. Well, CNN, once again, they had their reporterette, Cara Scannell, in Delaware uh, early this morning. She was there before 9 a.m. to start reporting on a story that had not yet broken. The story hadn't broken, and she was in position in Delaware to start reporting the story. Now, how could that be? And then CNN and the Washington Post have multiple anonymous sources feeding them the spin that will be the first draft of history, right? And and uh, both of them, wait till you hear this, both of them are telling us that the, uh, the U.S. attorney is a holdover from Trump, right? A holdover from Trump. Amazing. Now, uh, let's grab a quick phone call. Don't have a lot of time, but let's go to Steve calling from central Pennsylvania. Stephen, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Uh, thank you, Mr. Plant. I just wish to express appreciation for your Newsmax show last night, uh, specifically spotlighting the last exchange between uh, Jason and Mercy Schlapp. Miss Schlapp, uh, I want to uh, thank very much for her uh, expression of uh, no funny business, uh, really. Uh, identity politics is a real problem in this country, and that expressed it as well could be. Well, you're uh, very kind, and, Steve. And we were talking about cringe. Uh, the White House spokesmodel cringe Jean-Pierre, who was talking about herself as being a major historic figure. Now, she's lied to everybody and gotten all kinds of things terribly, horribly wrong. Uh, but she is the first LGBTQ woman of color, LGBTQ WOC, to hold the position and immigrant. So she checked a lot of boxes, as it were, for the Democrats. <laughs> The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen. <laughs> 